Everybody, welcome to the instant reaction presented by Knowles 24-7. I am here. I am your host, Trey Roland, and I am here with my two best buddies in the whole FSU beat, Kevin Little, Coach Adam Brown. Guys, how are you doing? Florida State picks up a dominant victory against Georgia Tech, 41-16. to The Knowles moved their overall record to 5-3. and three. It was a game that was never really in doubt, and it's one that I can't wait to talk to you about because I found it to be very interesting because Florida State both played better against Georgia Tech than I expected and also played more sloppily than I expected. Yeah. It, was, it was a game that felt very long, but it was one that Florida State really – they grabbed Georgia tech around the throat and they choked them to death. Like it was, there was a lot of positive stuff and there's still a bunch of stuff to clean up. Some of the positives, 642 total yards on the Georgia tech defense. Um, we knew that Georgia tech's offense was bad, but their defense was pretty average and great at being um, opportunistic, causing turnovers and pretty good at defending through the air. They didn't show that against Florida state. Jordan Travis threw for 396 yards, uh, Johnny Wilson had a big day, I think three catches for about 110, 111 yards, 37 yards a catch, huge, huge yards per yards per completion, 246 on the ground. Trey Benson had a career game. Uh, Toa Feely, a little up and down, really good through the passing game, had some tough runs, also had some miscues, which I'm sure we'll talk about. And then I thought it was very positive particularly given who was watching from a recruiting standpoint of get working Rodney Hill in there, working CJ Campbell in there uh, behind that second team offensive line to score that final touchdown to make it 41 to 16. Some of the negatives, two fumbles lost. I mean, I, I kind of expected at least one of those against Georgia tech, just with the way they play defense, man. But that first one was absolutely atrocious. So we'll talk about the turnovers and then a lot of penalty yards, 13 penalties against Florida state for 104 yards. But guys, I hate, and I know we'll get to it. The refs were absolutely terrible. It was, it was, it was, it was a running gun battle for who was the worst part of this, of this game. Was it the ACC refs or the ACC network cameramen? Uh, Both were absolutely God awful adam i feel like something's happening up there but you guys give me your initial thoughts on the game before we kind of go through it you know chronologically sorry i got the i got the miami virginia game on the phone here off the oh, side why? Oh, my god my it's gosh. terrible <laughs> anytime i get an opportunity to potentially watch miami lose it's a good thing i, I want to watch i don't have espn3 it's actually gonna Thoughts? be hard for me to make a preview for miami <laughs> because none of their games are on television yeah, it'll be to, on YouTube. It'll be on YouTube. You have to get it from some like Korean like download website. Go ahead, Adam. What are your th- thoughts? Thoughts on the game? Overreactions were flowing early in the first quarter. Some of them very well deserved. Um, in the end, I feel like they cleaned some of those things up uh, over yeah. the course of the game. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That that was my takeaway. It was like you know you kind of said it. Trey, oh, almost picked you. You kind of said it, Trey. Um, they were always going to blow this team out, right? And I doubted you a little bit there in the first quarter. I was feeling the negativity, and I doubted you a little bit. But uh, it, um, yeah, in, in the end, they blew them out. And they could have blown them out more if they decided to even try, and they really didn't. This is the old uh, Bud Elliott took their foot off the gas uh, game. And so but in reverse? Yeah. I guess Florida State gets, will get credit for taking their foot off the gas a little bit. I'm not sure. We'll see. Um, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Uh, shout out to Bud. Love, love, but, um, but uh, yeah, it was ugly early. I mean, the wildcat down the goal line. It's like, oh, why are we getting cute? 
but the Wildcat works, but yeah, it doesn't was, work because you put Lawrence Tolfili in to run it. And it's like, but at some point, Treshawn Ward and Jayshon Corbin ran it for their first times too. And it didn't, that didn't happen. So it's like, I, I don't know. I, we can talk about back. that more in depth because I think yeah. that that's a touch point from this game where honestly yeah. I, we're going to we're going to get into the weeds a little bit and talk about things that they need to clean up. But overall, guys, a really positive performance, a, a bad first quarter, in my opinion, not from like a total production standpoint, but once again, from a situational miscue thing, which which they had the first quarter. But after that, they responded, man. The defense was fantastic in the first half and the offense really put it together, especially you saw most of the time. Georgia Tech was running behind two high safeties and Jordan Travis, Johnny Wilson, Ontario Wilson, all those guys were still able to be very, very productive. And Jordan, I thought his response was impressive. I thought he was a little shaky early as far as like his ball placement. Uh, But then after that, he got really sharp and there were some really good throws, particularly that one to Lawrence Toafili. I thought was chef's kiss uh, Simpsons Carl not. meme. It was absolutely great. And I thought maybe, and we'll get into this probably in the film review more. I thought he did a good job of like check, like run checks all night. Mm-hmm. You could see multiple times where you do that kill, kill, kill motion and then set them up for a nice like chunk run. But Kevin, what did you think about the game so far before we kind of break it down uh, chronologically? Yeah. So ooh, I think ooh. to me, oh. what, what this game showed is that Florida state is, has improved to the point in the sense of your the talent on the field, you can see the development and the re- recruiting is finally kind of showing up for the first time in four years where you played a messier game than probably Georgia Tech and you're still able to just outplay them. Um, so uh, the, the positives on my end come from that end of like, I think Coach Storms is doing an excellent job and I think that's reflecting on the field and I think you're finally starting to look like a team that's just better than other ACC teams, even when you make mistakes. Um, and I think that's, that's a big improvement. Two years ago, you couldn't say that two, two years ago. I, I mean, when Mike Norvell got here, he lost to Georgia tech game one. And it's not necessarily because they were made a ton of mistakes it's because they just weren't a better football team. So uh, now I think Florida state, you can see the development, you can see the growth. Uh, you can see that these players, uh, you know, are coming along as, as football players are doing a good, a decent job developing the players themselves. I think that first quarter was super messy. Um, yeah. I think that, uh, you know, I thought the defense, I was going to come in here and defend Adam Fuller. The defense looked like gangbusters first half, second half. You saw a lot more of those um, kind of busted coverages, which, I mean, I was sitting there watching the game with my wife and I could say, look, they're in a bunch formation this is probably going to be a big play (laughs) or look, they've got, you know, you had to play AZ Thomas on their, their version of Johnny Wilson and EJ Jenkins. So you're having to play a freshman corner on a six foot seven wide receiver. So, yeah, I mean, I, I I think this defense is coming along. You see how different it looks with, with love it in there, solidifying, allowing you to play a little bit more conservative on the back end while still being solid against the run, which you couldn't yeah. do without them. Uh, but yeah, still a lot of mistakes, which is pretty disappointing coming off a of bye week. I will say one thing that was a little bit positive to me from the defense, other than the first half was great. They really shut them down. I thought that Adam Fuller did a good job in the second half, unfortunately, recognizing that the defense was getting gashed a little bit. And I thought he had some good well-timed blitzes to kind of mix it up. I think going into the game, a lot of people said, Hey, 
drop your two high like you always do and beat them with the defensive line. And Florida State did that for a majority of the game. Georgia Tech came out hot in the third quarter. They saw something. I think they started to call a game more uh, more suitable to that Pyron kids game, who did have a couple of nice did have a couple of nice throws when he wasn't just being absolutely mugged. And I will give Adam Fuller credit, at least from a coordination and scheme perspective, of calling some good blitz, calling some good blitzes and not really getting burned on them. So I will say that. However, if I'm Miami, even though you can't score double digits against Virginia, I'm running bunch sets all day and, I, and I'm daring Florida State secondary co- to communicate. So let's get into the, let's get into the nuts and bolts. Let's talk about the game. Uh, starting off, Florida State defers the kickoff, which is like, oh, great. You don't have to worry about them scoring a touchdown at the beginning of the third quarter. Not so fast, my friend. We will get there. Florida State defers. Boom. Immediate. Immediate. Um, They shut down Georgia Tech's offense, which one of the more putrid offenses I've seen this year across <laughs> Especially and when that Gibson kid in that Gibson kid just gave them nothing. So you immediately, you immediately get that. Um, you immediately get that happening. Florida state starts to drive down and they get the, they get the benefit for really almost the first time this year of playing on some short fields. They have a nice 49 yard drive. They get to the goal line. They start to putter out a little bit shades of that shades of that green zone offense that we talked about. Mike Norville can really eat up a lot of yards in between the middle twenties. And then things start to get compressed in the red zone. They go wildcat to Lawrence to and one of the most absolutely disgusting fumbles uh, that I've seen. Yep. The defense responds well, and they hold him to a field goal, which I think is a win. But what did you guys think of that situation? Uh, do you think the Florida State got a little bit too cute? That seems to be a lot of the consensus online. And to be honest with you, I tend to mostly agree with that. Now we've talked about on the triple option film review, why Mike Norvell is getting creative in the red zone against teams like Clemson, NC state, even wake forest, who was like kicking your tackles butts with their wide nine technique. I, I would have liked them to try to play a little bit more straight up against Georgia tech. Uh, so I don't, I didn't particularly like the play call. However, the execution was poor. Toa Feely should have, I mean, Toa Feely should have definitely caught it, but what do you think, Kevin? what do you think of the play call? And what did you think of that first quarter, which was a little rough? Yeah, the first quarter was was a reminder of the past, kind of what Florida State's been dealing with on offense uh, so far this season. Uh, you see the drops, the mistakes, the fumble. Literally, as they lined up in Wildcat, I was like, oh, people are going to be upset about this. And then he fumbles, and you're just like, well, now they're really going to be upset about this. Uh, <laughs> I, I agree. I think that you needed to do that against Clemson against NC state two top 15 defenses. But I mean, you should, you shouldn't have to do that against Georgia tech. And you saw that they didn't really after that point. Um, It's one of those things where it's hard to be frustrated because the mistake that was made was someone dropping a snap, which shouldn't happen. But also, you know, why, why are you putting your running back in that position against, against a team that you really shouldn't have to get, cute against right. I agree snaps, snaps were shaky all night too which something uh, mo needs to clean up adam what'd you think of the call the situation all that the, on that sequen- wild the sequence was the sequence was really weird because micah Pittman should be in they should have challenged that i don't understand how he oh, was so there. many he bad so many bad things that should have been challenges uh, the, the refs were an absolute just train wreck dude. i'm just not just sure so how he doesn't how he doesn't continue to go outside where he's got a lane <laughs> i thought that was poorly done on his part i'm okay with wildcat I mean, do I think they need, should have to run it there? No, but it gives you numbers advantage, and it's like, well, it's Lawrence Tolfield's first time. You play freaking Georgia Tech. Come on. 
Like, th- th- there's no pressure there. Yeah, the snaps were bad all night, or not all night. They were bad all, all afternoon. I thought it was a bad snap on that situation. He's looking to take off before um, before he should have. I just think there, there's not – there's just not a lot. There's, like, patience for this offense through the – between the 20s. But when it's time that they need to be patient and poised, they just lose it. It goes out the window. Right. And I don't understand that. I don't I don't know why that is. I don't know where that comes from. Um, but it's also fourth downs. I mean, they they dropped that fourth down conversion. I mean, Jordan Travis could have ran for it, but yeah. it, it was a drop. Yeah, you know, those situations just plague them. They continue to plague them. They obviously didn't go and get a whole lot better. Uh, they didn't. Did they score in the red zone? The rest, of, I know they had field goals, but did they get a touchdown in the red zone? Ooh, I'm not Remainder? sure. I can't recall. Um, they had the explosive to Johnny. Uh, I believe that the next touchdown. I think that they. Oh, they had one with seven yards. Roger Hill at the end of the game. They had one with a CJ Campbell. They had a nine-play, seven-yard drive to make it seven to three, where Toa Feely ran it in for seven yards. So they did score in the okay. red zone. Okay, they did. Right. Score so they did score zone. in the red zone. It just—I don't know. It's weird. It's really—it's. We've talked about a lot of things. They don't trust the run game. Blah. Is the passing game a problem in the red zone? That's something I want to talk about. Is the, passing game like an, is the passing game an issue in the in the red zone? It's like their go-to passes are that post that we saw them try to throw back-to-back plays, one on the bad snap, and then they came right back to it. Fades. Other passing game concepts down there, something seems to be lacking. Is that yeah, a, you're not you're running mesh in the middle of the field and not yeah, in the red not zone. Not in the red zone. Yeah, it's a good red zone play. I mean, uh, so I don't know. Something for us just to consider as we move forward here. We talked we talk about a lot of reasons for why we don't love the red zone stuff. Starting to think it might be they don't love the passing game down there either, uh, or yeah. they don't trust something about it. Um, Makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. I don't hate the Wildcat. I'm never going to hate the Wildcat. It's fine. I'm a big beefy O-line guy. I mean, uh, anytime they can line up and play 11 on 11 football and run the football, I'm going to be, yes, thumbs up. But um, yeah, I would maybe try it with Benson as opposed to, to LT just because uh, I, I like Benson. I, I think Benson runs really hard. Um, I, I, I'm with you. They're, they're more creative with the run game than they are the passing game in the red zone. And they're going to have to be a little bit more multiple down there. The start, teams are starting to get a read on them. The Micah, the Micah Pittman kind of like uh, end around, which should have been a touchdown anyway. But I, I'm with you. I don't particularly like it. You're a big beef boy. I'm not surprised that you're biased, but let's, I think we can move past it. We got a whole, we've got a whole rest of a game to talk yeah, about. Yeah, absolutely. So they, however, defense holds him to three. That's a win. Florida State goes on a big uh, 80-yard drive that we just referenced, and they were just picking up. They were very efficient all night, which I think is positive because it's a team that's been relying on explosives and all night. Georgia Tech said, hey, we're going to dare you to string drives together, and for the most part, they did. They absolutely did, even with all the mistakes they had. Jordan Travis's kind of rust that he knocked off as the game went down. Uh, it becomes 14-3 to three on a huge explosive play to Johnny Wilson, and I thought the team – did a fantastic job of running through arm tackles against uh, Georgia Tech all night. Obviously, I mm-hmm. think that that's a function of Georgia Tech is very handsy with both their pass defense and then trying to bring guys down, trying to rip the ball out. Florida State's guys, Trey Benson, Johnny Wilson, took huge advantage of it. And I thought Johnny looked really good all night. He, he There's probably another touchdown he would have liked to have back. Yeah. But either way, Florida State continues to go up. They're up 21-3. to three. 24 to three and they look to be on cruise control throughout the first half what, what was your thoughts of the first half before we move on to the second yeah i wanted to celebrate the defense after the first half the defense you should 
they what they gave up 30 something yards in the first half something it was crazy like they, they might have um, lost georgia tech might have lost more yards on penalties and tackles for loss <laughs> than they gained. like it's crazy they, I, I didn't know if they were georgia tech was going to score another point the entire game they did but go ahead kev they got three points off of you know a fumble in the red zone you know that all the points basically until the last drive all the points were off of some sort of fumble or uh special yeah. teams mishap um so the, I, I thought the defense played well, but uh, we'll probably talk about it. Uh, so before we get too far into that point, I, I do want to give them credit for the first half. I thought they they played really solid. That run defense looks really good with um, Fabian Lovett in there. They were much better at getting home on blitzes. I, I think they did a better job of moving uh, Jamie Robinson around. He was oh, picked. Let's go. He was playing. <laughs> He was playing Sam some, and you, you saw him be able to get some pressures on some blitzes, and I think he's a very effective blitzer, and I, I think you'll see a lot more of that moving forward. Yeah, I thought I thought so too, and I thought they did good. They were a little bit even more aggressive than I expected against Georgia Tech, which is fine, man. Put them in a bind. Put them in a bind and yeah. uh, put them in a bind and make, make a really bad offense. Put them behind the chains, man. I thought it was great they did the first half. So coming into the third quarter, Adam, do you have any thoughts on the first half performance? Florida State goes into halftime with a 24-3 to lead, really just beating down and imposing their will on Georgia Tech. I do. Sloppy offense. They kept putting themselves behind the chains and by they, I mean, the officials assisted on multiple occasions. Awful. Um, it, I thought defense played really well in the first half. I still think they're blowing too many assignments in the secondary. And it's like, they didn't show up. Well, they didn't show up because they were, couldn't throw the ball that, that, that try or the, the, the try or whatever, whatever. Pyron. You know, the, the, the quarterback that was in the start. Um, oh, Gibson. Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. That kid. Oh, he's, <laughs> You call him like Treon Harris, like you coming up with how, his name. How did he have success? I mean, he was pretty good where he came from, but uh, yeah, not two he's for not three for four yards. Yeah, he's not the answer for them. That kid was seeing ghosts out there. Um, yeah, so it's just I, I, I thought he did. Yeah, I thought he didn't pull the trigger on a couple opportunities that he could have thrown the football, and they just decided to just, just start handing the ball off. And I was very happy with the run defense. I thought the run defense, Kalen Deloach triggered multiple times. They weren't getting outside of their gaps. I thought they played really well, um, run defense wise. I was disappointed they weren't getting more uh, pressure off the edges. I thought Jared Verse might have a more impactful game. Yeah, me too. That's a good point. Oh, damn. Thought he might have a more impactful game in this one, but didn't. Uh, McClendon, yeah, he is what he is. Leonard Warner, I think, continues to play well. Pat Payton flashes. I thought I was really happy with the run defense. Secondary, I've still got a lot of concerns. Uh, yeah. I just don't think they're good. I don't think they're very well coached back there. Um, that's going to continue to be a concern for me. Uh, we'll talk as, as about a, it. We'll yeah, talk about yeah. it when we get to that third quarter of that drive. But I thought, yeah, it it, I, it is nice that before that big rivalry game, you got to work yeah. Fabian Lovett in. You got yep. to work Verse in there. You got to work with your full complement of defensive line players and just get them to <sighs> knock that rust off uh, before that big game against Miami. And you know what? An in-your-face moment for the ACC refs. The worst offensive pass interference I've ever seen in my entire life. Johnny Wilson was literally Man. juking the guy out. I've never seen – it was a very well-executed – he almost didn't even get enough contact for it to be called no. a rub route. But, but my God – and, man, Johnny Wilson – his routes look good, man. Like I think mm -hmm. he's really smooth. We like I said that 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 touchdown in the in the red zone. Uh, we'd like to have that one back. But he moves so fluid, and I am so glad. An absolute in your face teabag moment for the ACC refs who also couldn't pronounce Florida State. They called him like Florida State at one point yeah. um, for that beautiful that beautiful pass to Lawrence Toafili. Dropped it right in the bread basket. Yeah, good that was job. a dime. 
Good job on Toa Feely for responding. And, man, awesome throw by Jordan, who looked mm-hmm. shaky in the first. Florida State comes out in the third quarter. Cool. Let's let's win the middle eight. How about a good middle eight for Florida State? Not to happen a, a, a an onside kick that Azariah Thomas, I don't know if he's if he's seen an onside kick in a long time. I don't know. <laughs> not great effort there. A young kid, he'll bounce back. He he played a lot, but and then Georgia Tech goes down and scores a relatively easy mm-hmm. touchdown. Did you guys see anything that Georgia Tech was doing different? Anything that Florida State's defense was doing different? Why did it seem that the the difficulty settings got turned down for Georgia Tech's offense at the beginning of that second half. No, I, I thought they ran a bunch set. I thought there was an OPI on that one. That Oh, yeah, there were several OPIs. That didn't, oh, Miami point. wins. Throw up all over yourselves. Um, yeah, there was an OPI they didn't call. Jamie Robinson got picked. Um, you know what disappointed me about that whole sequence? What's that, Adam? You, you go out, they get the onside kick. Okay. You know, coming into this game that has been discussed and talked about over and over and over again in the last three games, you've given up a touchdown coming out of halftime, and you play your entire backup defensive line. That's head you didn't like the there. personnel usage. That's it. You know what? I can't. I can't blame you there. You come out well rested. You know that you need to set the tone. This is you can't let them hang around, right? I yeah. mean, it, it it felt like. Florida State was gobbling up yards, but they weren't converting 642 total yards against Georgia Tech's defense is nuts. They did not convert enough of those yards to points. It's something that we've been talking about all year. And it just felt like luckily the offense responded to that. Literally, I think maybe the next drive. However, I, I felt I'm with you. Have your best, have your best front seven out there. Lock them down. Don't give that team any glimpse of hope and really just turn what could have been a beat down into a slaughter. So I'm I'm with you there. Let's make it a point of emphasis to come out of the halftime, especially after a quick change like that, where they get the onside kick. It looked like AZ was, uh, yeah, he was questioning where the ball was touched and he was focused more on that as opposed to just going and being aggressive and getting it. Yeah. Um, Not, not even sure if he could have gotten it anyway. They had two guys against his one. They, that caught him off guard. They obviously had seen something on tape that uh, made them think they could get that against him. It's a young kid. Um, yeah, I was really disappointed you didn't go attack that moment there uh, yeah. defensively. I, I thought you should have. They didn't. Uh, and then really, I mean, like I said, I mean, they go and get that. They go and get that rub route. You know, they they get it should have been an OPI on Georgia Tech. They didn't. They didn't throw it. Uh, that kid was just slinging it. I mean, he was just throwing it around the park. He was talented. And, no, the Pyron yeah. kid was talented. And he attacked you in a way a lot of people were wondering what the margin of this game would have been if Jeff Sims was the quarterback. Yeah. I don't – it might have been a little bit better for Georgia Tech, but I don't know. That Pyron kid gives them a, a dimension that, that Sims doesn't all the way. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I, I think that this this 41-16, to 16, I'll be honest with you, I think it's a very true representation of the difference in the mm-hmm. class of the teams, regardless yeah. of who played. That's my opinion on it anyway. But like you said, it things got a little easy. Bunch formation communication. There were a couple of times, too, um, I believe on a third down conversion. I can't think there was a tight end on the sideline that had – a, a ton of green grass. Luckily, yeah. Pyron's throw was a little bit too far to the perimeter, and that helped out Florida State with getting yep. Georgia Tech off the field. So once again, a little bit too much space, uh, especially if you're going to be playing two high safeties like Florida State was. But yeah, Florida State really they really struggle with those bunch sets, and even in the run game, you saw that Clemson was our Clemson Georgia Tech was having some success pinning them inside yeah. and kind of getting yep. the edge. And yep. 
uh yeah and there were some several people free uh they ran that exact same uh that that exact same play so that they ran trips to one side with a a tight end in close on the other side like a nub trips formation and the tight end just runs across on a shallow route across Mm -hmm. the field wide open in the first half like you said they covered it better in that last drive they ran it again um so you did see some sort of adjustment but you know that's not that's not something that your starting defense should be just totally losing nope so especially coming coming out of a coming out of a bye where you should have been yeah, all yeah, Steve, really, all ears pinned really, back, all your guys are healthy. You know that this offense stinks yeah. ass. You should have just been like fired up and ready to go. And you know that the whole stadium is counting you out. Like, is this the week that they're gonna get it together? And yep. they didn't. However, the team did not fold. It's 24 to 10 at that point. Things are starting to feel weird. Is this another one where Florida State's gonna let the inferior team come back and make it closer than it really should have been with how productive you are on offense. The answer is nine. No, no, no. Florida state comes back with a 12 play 91 yard drive. And to me, this drive screamed Jordan Travis, Florida state made some miscues with some pre-snap penalties, things of that nature. And Jordan Travis's arm, and he didn't attack him with his legs. I'd be interested to see if that was a, a conscious decision to keep him healthy against a team where he might not have needed to use his legs, but there was an almost dedicated a dedicated decision from Jordan Travis to throw the ball, even on a lot of those plays with some of the triple options where there was a lot of green grass in front of him. Jordan stayed as a thrower tonight Too too great, too great effect. However, bailed him out with a lot of nice long throws. Florida state goes up 31 to 10 defense forces a punt after that, a field goal, a nice, a, a six minute, 13 play 74 yard field goal, consuming drive there it was nice see nice little bounce back game from ryan fitzgerald i thought um nothing he wasn't asked to do a lot but a couple weeks ago people didn't want to ask him to do anything so nice bounce back game rack up some confidence for him and then from there guys the the game was really sewn up not an issue florida state even stopped georgia tech on kind of like their last gasp um in the goal line which was nice because florida state has not been good in the red zone this year at all and that was a nice change they come back with the second team offensive line and the second team running backs who ran their ass off i really like rodney hill cj campbell great story getting that touchdown in the way that he ran coming back off that that injury in the preseason and it was not bad to put that freshman <laughs> running back out there looking good, right? In front of the in front of those recruits that were there. That was good. Absolutely. And then you brought in like Chambray Jackson and Dante Anderson and George Wilson yeah. and all those guys. And Georgia Tech gets like a garbage time touchdown that doesn't matter. And there you go. So the stories of the game for me. Extremely productive. Like uh, basically what I said at the beginning. They were way more productive against that Georgia Tech offense. And they thought they they scored 10 more points than I predicted they would. And they could have scored about 20 more points than I predicted they would. So very productive, especially through the air with an offensive game plan that wasn't as very it wasn't as multiple against Clemson, which makes me I can't wait to see how they come out against Miami, which is a pretty gross, disgusting football team to the eyes, but they got a solid defense. They got a really solid defense. So I'm hoping we get more creative like we were against Clemson. Uh, A lot of stuff to clean up from the pre-snap and execution. Uh, I think that Florida State, unfortunately, reminds me of an MMA fighter, uh, Peter Yan, where he kind of gives the first round away a little bit. And then once he gets hit in the face a couple times, he really puts his foot on the gas. Florida State is yet to really have a complete four-quarter performance. They're going to need that to get the record they want down the road. But overall, 
positive. Mm-hmm. Very positive. Yep. They they kicked Georgia Tech's ass in a way that only the really, really good teams have been able to do to them this year. And I thought that Florida State showed the class. They showed the class of a game that was it a noon game, uneven performance, and they showed up like they needed to. So overall, yeah. like I said, things to clean up, but I thought overall very promising. Yeah, yeah I, I, I would agree. Yeah. Um, this is kind of this goes back to what I was saying earlier, where I don't think Florida State played a clean game. There were broken coverages. Two fumbles lost. Um, you you let up a couple fourth down conversions, and yet you still won. And I think that's I think that's pretty telling to the trajectory of the program. And that's that's almost encouraging that you didn't that you could play a sloppy game and still blow out a conference opponent, even a bad one. Yeah, absolutely. Even even in some of those Jimbo years, man, those games those games against a. a and not as talented as you, Georgia Tech, were close. Well, that's a different Georgia affair. Tech game. Yeah, yeah, that's a totally different Georgia Tech program. But they did what they needed to do. So that's they that's did. another step in their progression, yeah. right? Yep. There's another yep. step in the progression. What do you think about Adam? What do you think about the totality of the performance and where they go from here? Yeah, I mean, I thought they got better today. And I think that ultimately that's what's important. There were mistakes. There's going to be mistakes. Average teams are going to be average at times. Like, this is going to happen. This isn't a great football team. Let's stop pretending that it's going to be. Um it's not going to be this year. I did think that they got better in, in, in situations. Um, did they handle the red zone perfect all the time? No. Some of that does have to fall on the players. Uh, they've got to figure it out mentally. I don't know what, how they do that um, at this point of the year. Um, but I felt like, you know, kind of said earlier, it was a ton of overreaction to the first quarter. And then they put their pedal, they put the pedal, to the metal, and then it was over. Um, I thought they did what they needed to do, even when there's it's going to be sloppy. Games are it's college football. Games are going to be sloppy. They're not Alabama. Um, this is going to happen. Even Alabama plays ugly football at times. Um, not comparing us to them, but like all the is it bad coaching? Is it bad talent? Is it bad player? They just won forty-one to sixteen. I don't even want to talk about it too much. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> It took some, care of business. At some point, we'll talk about it in film review. It's like, damn, it feels good to win 41-16 and coming off a three-game losing streak to be back on the schneid and winning a football game. We're going to go down and play Miami and hopefully beat the hell out of them. Um, so that, that's my takeaway. I'm happy they won, and I'm happy that they won the way they should have won. Did it always look pretty? Nope. Got 41 points. Gave up 16, you know, six of which were in garbage time. So I, I'm good. You know what I mean? Got to see young guys. Rodney Hill looked great. Young offensive lineman got to get out there and play a little bit. Um, you know what? You know what my greatest takeaway was? What's Jordan, that, big guy? Jordan Travis. I thought Jordan Travis, took. he threw that block. I thought he played a completely different football game after that. Yeah, he, he looked th- bad he, early. He did. He was sloppy. Ball placement wasn't great. Could have been some mis- miscommunication between he and, and the receivers. You never know. Some of those some of those uh, zone throws, um, what, what exactly, who was at fault there, but I thought that uh, <laughs> that's a good question. I, I thought that he threw that block and I thought he, he kind of went back to the huddle, had a big smile on his face, told the sideline he was okay. You know, he kept rubbing the ice. You know, he looked like Rocky, Rocky out there and Rocky four. Uh, you know, he's out there just fighting. I, I was happy to see him look like he was having a good time in football again, because we hadn't seen that in a little bit. See, he always seemed so stressed and so like, so serious. And it just, it, it warmed my heart a little bit to see him throw that smile after throwing that block. 
and you're a big grouchy some bitch. So that's nice and warm. He got his eye finger. He got his eye finger finger banged a little bit. Oh, he yeah. came through it, man. Oh, it was good stuff, dude. The, the resiliency. Easy. He's yeah. Easy. Retina got scratched. It was out of control, man. So he did good. Um, somebody in the chat wants to know if I could explain this win in a wing flavor. What would it be? I'm gonna go with like a garlic parmesan, right? Every bite of a garlic parmesan wing is an adventure. Some are extremely satisfying. Some are a little bit too much, a little little thick, a little weird. But overall, you're glad you ordered it, and it got the job done. So that was a garlic parmesan wing win. Kevin, give me your final thoughts. Um, Yeah, it's honey barbecue, too. Sloppy and satisfying. You know we're a big fan of that here at Knowles 24-7. Kevin, go ahead. Give me your final thoughts. If you want to compare it to chicken products, go ahead. The floor is yours, my friend. Yeah, no, I uh... – I think it's it's encouraging. You you won this game the way you're supposed to win this game. Lots of things to mess up or to to clean up. And honestly, I'm glad that Georgia Tech came out and showed so much bunch yet, so much stuff that kind of confused your secondary. And hopefully, that's something that you've got you've got film on and you, you can teach. And I think that will be a uh, thing down the road where if you're making these mistakes against equal opponents. If you're still having trouble defending these bunch sets and defending these different looks that Georgia tech kind of exposed you on. Well, that gives us pretty good. Uh, that gives us pretty good ammunition to, to kind of point out uh, where the issue is on, on this football team. If you're unable to, to kind of fix these. So uh, I think you got good film to, to fix from, but I think we saw that this is just a more talent, uh, a more talented team than we've had in the past couple of years. I'm with you guys. I think it's well said by all. Thanks everybody for joining in the chat. Uh, as obvious, just, just go to Knowles 24 seven subscribe. We're going to have a ton of post game content and join us next week on the instant reaction for Miami season long experiment of how little does the on field product matter to your recruiting class. We will be there. Keep chopping on. Reeves. We love you guys. Rivalry week. Get your game faces on, get your game faces on. 